praise the Lord. I'd like to welcome everyone this morning to Glory Way at the Cross, to those that's watching by internet this morning, uh, wherever you may be at this morning. Uh, I have a message for you, a message that God gave me this morning, and, and uh, believing that it is for this group of folks that's listening today, whether you're here or whether you're at home listening, uh, listen to what God has given us today. We're going to be in the book of Joshua, the 17th chapter, beginning in the 14th verse. I'll give you just a moment to find it. If you don't have your Bible with you this morning, I encourage you to bring your Bible uh, and follow after me. Uh, if you don't have your Bible, we have a screen. It'll be on the screen. In the 14th verse of the 17th chapter of the book of Joshua, it was a time that they were dividing up the lots of land and to each tribe uh, for possession. And we pick up the story here, the children of Joseph that is speaking of. It said, And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit? Seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto. And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, get thee up to the wood country, cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites and the giants, and of the giants, if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Bethshedon and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and has great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have chariots of iron, and though they be strong. We're used for a subject this morning. I started to entitle this Scaredy Cats. But instead, I entitled it, taken out of verse 15, and Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, if thou be a great people, my Lord, think about how great God is. Now here we have some folks that was afraid of the chariots of iron and of the giants. But yet they had seen the miracle working hand of God work miracles. They had seen God open up the Red Sea, go across on dry ground, keep a cloud of light 
and on one side and darkness on the other side. All the things that God had done for them made water to come out of a rock to feed millions. Brought them quail whenever they was tired of eating manna. All the miracles that God did. But yet here we have a group of people that whenever something come up against them, they were afraid of it. I look at the church world today. I look at glory way today. What we do, we get scared, as Brother Bob Allman would say, a scared and run to the Frady hole. I remember back in the, a few years ago, people used to dig, if they had a, a big high bank at their house where the road went by, they'd go there and they'd dig them out a little tunnel and they'd fix them a door on it. If a storm come up, they'd run and get in that thing. Some would build modern storm shelters and get in them. I tell you what, I don't believe I'd want to stand down there. I know those little old tunnels had water standing in them. Probably water moccasins crawling around in them. But everybody would get us scared and have to run to the Frady hole, they called it. Right. We say, laugh about it. And say, oh, they, they shouldn't have been so afraid of a storm. But I look at things coming against America today, and the church folks are afraid of it. If thou be a what? Great people. We serve a great and mighty God. But yeah, we can't trust God to take care of us. I tell you what, people don't want to, oh my goodness, I, I might as well go ahead and say it anyway. People stay out of church, they're using it as an excuse. Well, I don't want to spread this, that, or other, but yet they'll go to Walmart. Oh me. We look for every excuse in the world. We ain't nothing but a bunch of scaredy cats. And, and all we're afraid of, but yet we're supposed to be a great people. We serve a great and mighty God that's able to do anything. If God wants to touch right now in this service, He can touch you right now. If He wants to heal your body right now, He can. But yet we're afraid to stand up for God. We've allowed this governor and the, and the oh my goodness. And the politicians and the news media that take this thing and to blow it out of proportion and they're doing it simply huh? to make things look bad. Hey, they get good ratings when there's something bad going on. You hadn't figured that out yet? No, it's quiet in here. But I'm telling you the truth. We got to where we don't act like we're great people anymore. Joshua told them, if you're a great people, get up. Go up there and whip those giants. Take the mountain. 
He said, I'm going to be with you. If God with you, you don't need anything else. If we serve a great God, we should be a great people. We shouldn't be a bunch of scaredy cats that everything that comes up makes us go and run the other way. It's time that we stand up, get up, and start serving the Lord again. The devil has used this thing to shut down the church and to hurt the church. We got about half the people that should be here this morning. If you're out there listening to me, I'm going to point my finger at you and tell you that you need to be here. You don't need to be a scaredy cat anymore. Oh, my Lord. I just lost some. But I'm here to tell you, if they're scaredy cat, I don't need them anyway. Whenever we come back riding on white horses, following Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he's not going to be a bunch of scaredy cats following him. There's going to be a bunch that have overcome this world, and they ain't going to be sitting around running and hiding from everything that comes our way. If thou be a great people. Oh, my goodness. The devil done everything in the world to try to destroy the church, and the church folks just can't see it and go along with it. If thou be a great people, get up. Oh, but Brother Ronnie, I'm afraid that I'll die. If you're a great people, you serve a great God, and a great God can take care of you. Mm. Oh, it's quiet. It's quiet enough I can even get a drink of water and nobody will notice it. Praise the Lord. I got to go to preaching now. Somebody said I thought you was. Second Timothy 1 and 7, everybody knows it. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind is a mind that thinks right. You don't believe everything that comes across the TV screen. The more, think about this, the more cases that they can get, the more coverage that they will have, the greater their ratings will be and the more money that they will have. If we can, I can see them at the big board meetings in New York City right now saying we need to keep this thing going. Our ratings are going through the roof, and as long as we can keep this going, the president's going to look bad, and we're going to draw the money in. Our governor went right along with it. Might well say it. The truth will make you free. Shut everything down. Churches, it will take a long time to recoup. That's right. To what's been lost. The devil knew that. And he used that. And the people didn't realize. 
that we serve a great God. That's right. And if we serve a great God, then we are a great people. And if we are great people, it doesn't matter if they have chariots of iron. Uh, it's called Corona. It doesn't make any difference. If they're giants and it looks like a huge giant or mountain to you, we serve a great God and we're a great people and we can overcome it. Don't ever think that our God's not going to take care of us. You need to go back and read every now and then. Well, you need to just recite it every day, 1 John 4 and 4. He said, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Regular who he's talking about? Them. Them. The world, everything that comes up against you. Every time there's a corona that comes up, every time that there's a government official that says, shut everything down. That's right. Run, get us scared and go to the Freddy hole. Mm -hmm. It's time that we, as blood-bought children of God, recognize that we are a great people once again and stand up to the devil and say, look, devil, you have no place and authority in my family, in my church, in my situation, whatever it is. You ain't got any fight there. He said, I've overcome them. Because greater, listen to this, greater. I believe that's that sign this way, isn't it? Yeah. Greater than. Huh? Some of you old math hands don't understand that. Greater than. You, because greater is he that's in you. If you got God in here, greater he that's in you than he that's in the world. Now you've got to get back to realizing that if you're a great people, you serve a great God and you're a great people and God resides within you, which his word tells us that he does. Whenever you accept him as the Lord and Savior of your life, he comes to live within your heart. And if he's within your heart and he's greater than everything else, he said greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world out there. It doesn't make any difference how bad it is and what comes your way. It can be Corona 1, Corona two, Corona three, whatever it wants to be, it God is greater than that. Then you wanted people to go back to praying again, crying out to God like we talked about last week, become overcomers again. Oh Lord, this is getting quiet in here now. First John five and four. says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Got faith? Yes. Believe that God is greater than? Yes. Even our faith. <laughs> I think about what he says over in Revelations. He said they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb 
and the word of their testimony. When's the last time that you stood up and said, this is not going to bother me and mine because we are a great people and we have overcome this by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Uh Think about it. When's the last time you told somebody, I'm not going to have this mess? I've prayed over me and my family. If you ain't prayed over you and your family, you need to be praying over you and your family. Say, look, I've prayed over me and my family and we're not going to have it. Why? Because we're a great people. We serve a great God. Oh, Brother Ronnie, that sounds kind of conceited. You can be what call it whatever you want to. But I want you to know I serve a great God and I believe that, that we're great people. Amen. He, Joshua told him, said, if you're a great people, get up. Amen. Take the land. Doesn't matter if they're giants. It doesn't matter if they have chariots of steel. Take the land. What do we do? Brother Ronnie, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. My God, what's going to happen when really trying times come? Are you going to get a scared and run to the Frady hole? I tell you what, if you get a scared and run to the Frady hole, whenever trying times get here, the devil's going to eat you up and spit you out. Right. He's going to eat your lunch and pop your bag, as Brother Jerry would say. Yes. I want you to know that our God is able to do anything. What we got to do is get back in tune with God again, get back in church, get back to praying again. We stayed out eight weeks. And I wonder how much we prayed that eight weeks that we were out. Come back to church. Jesus who? Mm. I'm telling you the truth. I know it hurts. But I'm going to give it to you just like God gave it to me. Hey, just say praise the Lord. I'm not going to get it but one time. In the book of Romans, you know, uh, the 8th chapter, the 31st verse, you know these verses. What shall we say? We then say to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? Are we going to believe God's word or are we going to believe what the government said? Oh, he got quiet on me again. My Lord, am I in church? Or am I in a honky-tonk somewhere? My Lord. If God's for it, we believe that? Who can be against us? It don't matter how big they are, how bad they are. I was up all night last night. You can believe that or not. I've swapped beds and chairs and everything else. I tossed and tumbled and didn't close my eyes. And finally this morning, I slept for about 30 minutes. And I thought, dear God, what in the world is wrong? Why can't I sleep? 
And I got up and he gave me this message. The devil knew he was going to give me that message. He fought me all night. He thought he'd have me down. But I want you to know something. I don't draw my power from the devil. I draw it from Almighty God. I can get His Word, read His Word. Hey, I'm revived again. I want you to know that our God can do anything. If God for us, it don't matter if it's a thousand demons. Our God is greater. In the 37th verse, you know that very well. He said, Nay, in all things, we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. Not just conquerors, but more than a conqueror. Amen. I want you to know that, that, that we're going to make it. Amen. We're going to make it. Why are we going to make it, Brother Ryan? Because we're great people. Yes. We're great people. And I'll tell you another way we're going to make it. Hebrews 13, 5. He said, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Amen. Oh, my goodness. If God said that, y'all believe God said that? Well, yeah, it's his word. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Oh, but Brother Ronnie, this is terrible. It's bad. I just don't know what I'm going to do. The first thing you need to do is get a grip. Then you need to get up and read your Bible and see where he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, if a mighty God that we serve, a great God, I want you to know if He's a great God, then we're great people. Because He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's going to be right there with you through the hard time, through the good time. He's not going to run off. He's not going to get us scared and run to the Frady Hole. Next verse. So that we may boldly say... The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm not going to fear what man can do to me. Oh, Brother Ronnie, you say some things. It's a wonder they ain't already got you. I don't make no difference. God is with me. He said, I'll never leave you. That's right. But Brother Ronnie, you got that going out over there. Big deal. God didn't get any smaller. He's still a great God. And we're still great people. You know, the children of Joseph forgot about that. They forgot about it. But Joshua had to remind them of it. It's every now and then, you see, we forget about it. And God has to send an old country preacher and remind you of it. If you're a child of God and just about everybody here that I know of is saved, if you hadn't, you'd fool me. Really, only you and God knows. If you're saved this morning, 
God's with you. Sometimes you may think you all alone. But I want you to know that He's within you and He's not going to leave you and He's not going to forsake you. He's always there. And my God is bigger than anything that will ever come against us or come our way. Man is limited to things, but our God is not limited to anything. Our God can raise the dead. He can touch the sick and heal the sick. Hey, He can make the lame to walk again. He can touch you right now and stir your spirit up and make you shout. We've got to get back to that place. We got to get back to that place. I'll never leave you. Mm. The eighth verse. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. God's not going to change. He's still King of kings and Lord of lords and He'll continue to be King of kings and Lord of lords. He'll continue to be all-powerful. He'll continue to be omnipresent. He'll continue to be omnipotent. He'll continue, continue to stay with His people. They forgot that they didn't get any of it by battling anyway. God did all the battling for them. They walked in and took over whole cities that they didn't have to build, whole vineyards that they didn't have to plant. And God walked in there. One place he even sent hornets in and run them out before they ever got there. Now I want you to know if God can do that, If God can control a hornet, y'all looking at me strange, that's in the Bible. (laughs) If God can control a hornet, don't you think he can't control man? I remember one battle that they had, and there was more hailstones from heaven come down and killed the enemy than than Israel did. My, what a great God we serve, y'all. Don't forget that you're a great people. We don't need to be afraid. Did I finish that scripture, the one before the last? I don't think I did. I want to make sure I did. I don't want to leave. God, give me something. I don't want to leave nothing out. Hebrews 5 and 6. Uh-oh, that was, it. that was it. Put it back on there. Did it go off? Six. There you go. So that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I got it. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I want to make sure I got that in there about fear. Fear. You know, fear will conquer you. Have you ever had a, and I'll hush, it's getting time for me to quit. I can look at the clock and tell, 
more preachers, whenever I come up, they'd say in, in closing, they'd preach another hour and a half. Sweat just rolling off of them. Didn't have air conditioners back then. Now we get padded seats, air conditioning, and it's hard for us to stay here. Think about it. Used to, we had two and three week revivals, and now it's hard to have three days. What's happened? Us. The same thing has happened to us that happened to the children of Joseph here. They had seen all the mighty works of God. But yet, whenever it came up that it was their turn to go in and battle, God was going to battle for them anyway. They wasn't going to have to do it. They was just going to have to start it. But when it came right down to it, they, they got afraid. Joshua had to remind them that they served a great God and that they were a great people. Think about this just a little bit. Have you ever had a, maybe a phone call? Somebody call you on the phone and it's bad news. Maybe it concerns your family. Bad news. They tell you all about it and how bad it is. And you get off the phone and the first thing that happens, this mind goes to working. The devil goes to working on that mind. Maybe it's one of your children. And the devil really pumps it up and makes it worse than it really is. Huh? And the more you dwell on it, the bigger that thing gets and the devil's sitting back there laughing and he's saying, let me, let me add a little something to the thought pattern now. Reckon it's cancer. Add a little more to that thought pattern. Maybe it's stage four. Hmm? hmm? And the whole time we're sucking that stuff in through this noodle up here. And the devil's sitting back there laughing at us. You know what he's doing at the church right now? He's laughing at the church people right now because they've done just like that. They have fell for it. They've got afraid. And they have forgotten that they're a great people. Amen. It doesn't matter what mountain you face today. If you're out there listening at me through the internet, it doesn't matter what mountain you face today. If you're a child of God, you're a great people. Amen. God is with you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? The battle's not ours anyway. It's God. Our, our work is to do His will. And He'll take care of the rest of it. Would you stand with me this morning, please?